1: Hello, and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast, your guide for growing lawn care and landscape startups into a thriving business. This show is dedicated to helping you improve your business and achieve financial success. Your host, Paul Jamieson, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and The Lawn Care Advantage, winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. Join us as Paul shares his expertise and passion helping you create a prosperous future. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamieson.
2: Welcome to Sync Live here in Atlanta, Georgia. I had Tony Rudolph on the program earlier, and now we got the, your, the, his infamous father.
0: Yeah, wow! This is a big event, you know, and I, I'm glad I'm actually doing this because I've really been hearing about you, Tony. You're a you know a household name, and so. uh I can't really even put a face with a name now, but today I can. So here we go. And it's great. Yeah, I heard a lot of great things and really appreciate you getting out there. I, I work in men's ministry. So each, uh, for 12 years, I've been doing addiction recovery. So I work with okay. men. And uh, a lot of young men, you know, and I've been a business owner since I was in high school. I started lawn care in 1984. And a lot of what I get to do, I get to do it. I get to do a lot of things because of that business. (laughs) And I thank God there's a lot of flexibility in it. You know, I've tried a few other things, Paul, but, you know, I thought, you know what? I mess them up when I get off the lawn care gig. And it's just been powerful and I love it. I uh, really enjoy it and brought my sons up. I homeschooled. And Tony, uh, he is just a really, really powerful young man. He, in our community, he's known to, he's just tough as shoe leather. You know what I mean? He'll get out there and and make a difference. And, uh, but anyway, great to be with you and I'm grateful for the season we're in and where information can get out there. These nuggets that back in, when I got going in 84, There was no such thing as this. If you wanted information, well, you'd have, you had to, there was only one avenue you really thought of is I'll go to school. I'll go to higher education. It was the only thing. None of this existed. At least at the time, it wasn't mainstream, the internet and all that. So uh, I I had a cousin show me the money. You know that old term? Show me the money. From a movie, right? Yeah. It's an old lady's turn from some movie. Yeah. Show me the money. And my cousin showed me the money one day. He was working for a lawn care business mm-hmm. and he was showing me some of the money that that guy was making. And then he started doing a few yards and then he was showing me some of the money he was making. So you show me the money and that's all it took. And you know, I was, I'm from a family of nine children. Oh, wow. Upstate New York. I'm really, uh, my dad was, uh, blue collar. So he got us, uh, got us working right out of the gate. I can run a chainsaw. When I was walking, I was running a chainsaw. You know what I mean? I was just. <laughs> That's not too safe. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we, we upstate New York, we burned with wood. You know, we were just doing what it took. And, uh, so I'm really no stranger to hard work. And, but I thankfully, um, today in this, you know, the culture we're in, the information that these guys are getting, your listeners, thank God for this. And, I, you know, my prayer for you, like Tony, is every all you listeners, just go for it. Rock it. Just rock it on out. And I mean, just get this information. There's a saying that goes like this, Paul. A wise man learns from his mistakes. That's me. But a wiser man learns from other people's mistakes. And now I am just like you, listeners. I'm I'm getting the nuggets. I, I'm you know. There's another saying that goes like this: that when the, when the, when the student is ready, the, the teacher, teacher will appear. appear right? Yep. I've and heard that one. Come on, man! And you know, and you guys are ready. You wouldn't be listening to this. They're ready. And so, you know, if you learn, you earn. And I'm just real excited about that. So. I'm excited to be a part of it. And I'm a, I'm a real teachable. I, I say this a lot. I don't know what I know because I talk all the time. No, I, I'm a good student. I'm really, I've always been. My, my business requires that. If you're a businessman out there, a businesswoman, it's kind of required. If you're going to succeed, you've got to be teachable. You're a problem solver. That means you're always looking at how to fix something, put something together, connect the dots, follow the bouncing ball. That's you. You're the business owner. So, you know, getting information is just critical. And the beauty of where we are now in the culture we're in, thank God for this. Thank God you're doing this. And I just think of all these young men and women that are just, I mean, rocket Let your business go. And uh, set, set the goals. You know, there's a saying that goes like this. Uh, and a lot of my sayings come from my mentors, okay? Uh, and I say, I do this a lot. I've got I'm a, People say I need to write a book about that, all, my, all the sayings. But if you, shoot, uh, if you shoot for the stars, you might hit one. But when you shoot at the mud, you get it every time. And what happens in life is we learn to get in the grind, and we just, we just shoot at that mud. Another saying is, you know, pessimists are usually right, but optimists make things happen, mm. you know. So if you're always going to see the, the the cynical side of things, well, you might be right. But it ain't going to help necessarily. You know, you can't fix everything. And so the, I say put your sights up. Shoot at the stars. You might hit one. You know, get on. The, keep listening to these podcasts. Keep hang with Paul Moore and get just, you know, shoot up, get that gun, face it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, It's exciting. And, you know, I, I love to see the success when we go to the expo and all those people come together. I mean, thousands. And I expect all y'all will be there. Right. Cause we're all, I'm interviewing Tony on Thursday in the big ballroom this year. Did he tell you that he did? He gave me the, the mm. deal, man. And so it's going to be a real big family reunion. And you know, what's cool. When I, first time I went years ago, This is a place where there's 50,000 people and you don't have to lock your car. I don't know about that. I I locked mine. I know. I got all all this podcast equipment. But you don't have to. The people are amazing there, aren't they? They're great. I mean, these are good people. I most of them. I was leaving one time, and some guy started honking
2: his horn at me. I'm like, "What the heck?" We're, none of us are leaving at five o'clock. Everyone's stuck. That's well, why I stopped parking in South Wing. I park in North Wing now. Okay,
0: gotcha. But
2: well, anyway, that I, that Joker was honking his horn at me in the parking lot. But anyway, well, most I think are that's
0: where the devil comes out in us. You put us behind the drive, the steering wheel. You know what I mean? But most most of the people are great, and that's right. one thing I didn't realize how much fun that was. And so, and it's not real formal if you guys haven't come yet come on out it's not a it's just, you know don't dress up you'll be the only one just come the way you are come relax just enjoy the week uh you know i guess it's going to be almost a week now four or five days it's just and when you tell your customer you're going to an expo that it builds credibility mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's, it, it tells that that, most of the people you're working for know what you're talking about because they wouldn't own a, a million-dollar uh, lake home if they didn't go to a conference every so often. These are professional people. Yeah. And so when you tell them, I'm, I need the week off to go to the expo, you're telling them you are an innovator. You're more of a professional versus just the guy that picks up, that scrapes up the leaves off the backyard. It's re- Guys, be careful. You might be saying that to people. Let them know you're a professional. You're a business owner. You're not just the lawn care guy. You, no, no, that might be somebody else. They got you confused. You're a business owner that happens to do lawn work. And it, it, it's how you carry yourself. You know what I mean? And I, it's important. And you guys, if you're listening to this, you understand this already. I'm just speaking to the choir because you are business owners and you do deserve self-respect and you deserve, you deserve it. So uh but come out at that expo and do a little self uh, investing or I guess invest in yourself a little bit. Say the speed of the group is determined by the speed of the leader. Build on that leader, get that leader out there. Yeah. Paul, thanks for having me. you the leader, not me. I, listen, I, I just I will I was born in nineteen eighty five. You you
2: started in this <laughs> industry before I was even my parents even made love. <laughs> Which is weird to think about. That, 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 that's crazy. I'm, no,
0: that's crazy. You know, yeah, That that's crazy stuff. Uh, yeah, when I got going, I still have my first commercial mower. It's a Toro walk behind, and that, it runs and everything. Still have it. And uh, it's been a long time. And uh, I have an automotive back yeah, out of high school. I went to tech school for auto mechanics, so I can fix things. And my first mower was a mower that I a uh, customer gave me that I was working at home depot. This is, this is when I moved south. Now this mm-hmm. is in 84. This is, would be, this would be like 1994. Now I, I left New York to come here and I was going to do lawn care right out of the gate, but I had to get established here. So I went to home depot and I had, a and I worked in the lawn and garden section okay. in selling the lawn mm-hmm. equipment. And, uh, and anyway, a customer there, I helped him and he gave me this little riding mower and I switched the motor motor out on it. And I went back in business. I left Home Depot and got, I, I couldn't make no money at Home Depot. I couldn't make it. You know, I really couldn't. And, uh, and I thought I bled Orange for a very short time. I thought I was going to, they talk about stock options and I thought I was going to go down that path. And I had Tony at that point. Tony was born and I thought, man, I'm going to raise my son in this. This is my vision. I'm going to do the big stock option. Well, I bled Orange for about a year and I realized I can't, I can't afford to work here. There's no way. And, you know, almost overnight when I quit that job and went back into my business, which is where I belonged, I went from being working at Home Depot to shopping there, and I actually made money. The contrast was huge. You entrepreneurial people, if you push down on that, you are going to suffer, dude, like I did. Because it's it's born in you, it's 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 a part of you, and so pay attention. That's why you're on this podcast. You, it's a part of the your your DNA. And if you push down because you're trying to please an in-law or a parent to go get your benefits, careful now, careful. That man in the mirror, if he's miserable, that ain't gonna go good. I don't care how much money you think you're gonna make down the line. So I mean, I'm an entrepreneur by by nature. I just I love being out here. So, yeah,
2: you you live near a lake, so this probably makes sense. But we talk a lot on the show about getting the boat close to the dock. And I learned that from Dave Ramsey. But the point is someone is working at Home Depot or they're nine to yes. five and they have the benefits and they have yeah. a steady job. They don't like the job, but it's yeah somewhat reliable. They see us, you know, running businesses, having the time yeah. of our lives. And they're like, I want to do what you're doing. I'm, I think about my buddy Gershian. He's up in North Carolina, and he he works for the the um, government, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And he wants to go full time in in lawn care. What do you say to someone like Gershian, or someone who's got the good paying, steady eddy reliable job, but they want to go full time, but they don't have the customers, or the you know the 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 salary is not going to be neck and neck, mm-hmm. but they want to go full time. What what do you say to someone who's in that?
0: Practically, they're trying like, well, how do I provide for my family and make the leap? All right. That's a great question. And it can be done and will be done. It has been done. There's nothing new under the sun. So that's it's in the book. It's in the Bible. Right. This has been done many times before. And I, it's not going to sound real warm and fuzzy. OK, you're going to eat, sleep and drink. Your dreams. You're going to work hard on that job. He's going to give it all he's got on that job. He's going to be a good employee. They pay him to be there, be the best damn employee they got. When he leaves there, they're going to cry that day when they're going to looking at the back of his head. Okay. Because he gave everything he had while they paid him to be there. But I'm telling you that hard and that, that, and at the same time, you're going to build customers in your spare time, which you have none now. Cause you're gonna double up, dude. you have no spare time. There is no such thing. You take. Let me tell you something. This is how you do it. You take your TV and you bring it out in the backyard, and you get the biggest damn hammer you can find, and you swing it at that thing. There ain't got time to sit around watching other people succeed. There ain't no time for that. I grew. I raised Tony without the television. We've been 27 years without a television. If you're going to succeed, you cannot be sitting around wasting the two hours of good time you get a night. What they call the blue haze. You can't be sitting in front of the damn blue haze every night wasting your two hours. See, you ain't got two hours. Those two hours are going to be doing estimates. Work yourself out of that damn job. Earn it. Earn it. And so it's almost like a woman carries that baby for nine months. By the time it gets here, she loves that little bambino. She 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 hurt with that thing for nine months. She carried that. Well, this is your, some of your, your birth and pains here, and he'll love it. It's his business. Do it. You. What's his name? Gershon. He's up in Barstow, uh, North Carolina. Gershon. Come on, bro. <laughs> Get it. Birth this thing. And yeah, will it be easy? No. You'll have your own story the way you did it, and uh, and it's going to be beautiful. But there's no downtime, and and people are going to try to tell you to chill out. Try to tell one of the Major League Baseball players to chill out about baseball. They won't even know what you're talking about. They don't know that term. That's how they got there. They, they did what it took. People and in the whole culture, they, they, people wanted you to share the place they're in. So if they're slackers, they want you to be where they're at. Everyone wants company, right? Be careful now, Jerson. If you're going to be a leader, you got to own a company. You got to eat, sleep and drink for a minute. You got to, you're going to have to get on it and don't let nobody talk you out of it. Nobody. It's your dream. You go for it, and you let nobody, no one stop you. You and say there's a saying. It only takes one excuse to fail, and don't buy one, and uh, and don't chill out. Do the uh, don't chill out.
2: Hey guys, Jason Creel here, and want to invite you to the fourth annual Lawn Care Life Conference in Springville, Alabama. That's just outside Birmingham, Alabama, near my hometown. We have room for 300 tickets, and that includes your meals. We're talking about Friday night, most of the day Saturday. We're going to treat you dinner, breakfast, and lunch. We've got great speakers lined up. I'm going to be there. My friend Paul Jamison's going to be there. Naylor Taliaferro, Jeremiah Jennings, Alan Hayne, the Lawn Care Nut, Caleb Brittany Allman, and my friend Jeremy Vest. We've got a great lineup, a lot of excitement, and every year. That we've done this event, the reviews have been fantastic. So come hang out with us, Springville, Alabama. If you need a ticket and want to register, you need to do so before it sells out because I really think it's going to sell out this year. This is Friday and Saturday, February 23rd and 24th in Springville, Alabama. To get a ticket, go to lawncarelife.com and click on the link for conference.
1: Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com are you looking to
2: supercharge your lawn care business check out footbridge media they'll optimize your online presence manage your reviews and provide personalized marketing consulting all under a fixed price pledge with no hidden charges and a 90-day money-back guarantee it's time to take your business to the next level visit greenindustrypodcast.com now to discover more about footbridge media your bridge to success
0: do not chill out. You're going to have a... It takes three to five years to build a business, to get it on the map. So, Jerson, three to five years, you're going to double up everything you got until you cannot afford to go to that job anymore. Double it up. Double it up. You're going, get, you're going to get up earlier. You're going to go to bed later. I have a farmer mentality. I'm from a farm town in upstate New York. My mentors lived over 100, Paul. What? Yeah. Yeah. They all lived over 100, a <laughs> handful of them. In that cold weather up there? Yes. Hard working men in their 90s, they're, they're, they're hiring me to, to throw hay on, on trailers. I mean, these people were working. They're out there with you throwing hay. Wow. These people were hard working. You know, and I always said, I want my death to be an interruption to in my busy schedule. We all should see it that way. I mean, we don't get time back. Jerson, come on. Don't waste time. Don't waste any time. And the day will come three to five years. You walk out of that job. You won't be able to afford to go there. And then you can get a rhythm that makes a little more balanced sense. And But for now, you got to double up. you got family. You're married. I mean, no excuses, man. I mean, a day, And I'd like to be give you some kind of silver, some kind of simple way to do this. No, it's not going to be simple. It's going to be tough, and you're going to do it. You're just going to do it anyway. I, don't, I, I wish I could, could give some easy, you know, I wish I could sell you something here today, Paul. It would be a little simpler for Jerusalem. But there's in my opinion, a pill, there's not a pilly he I don't think so here. I mean, maybe uh, these energy drinks help a little bit. Just you stay on it. But you're going to do well. Uh, he'll do well if he stays with you and stays in the, uh, teachable. He listens to the show. He's going to do great. He's going to do real well. And I'll help him. I'll help encourage him. I mean, he can do it, you know, get around other people that believe in you. you know, it's one thing to believe in God. It's another thing to believe in people that believe in God. And I believe in him. Gerson can do it. And especially being married, you know, I, you know what? My business right now, I live a very good life. I can decide. I decided to come. You know what? I called myself up and asked myself if I could come here today and <laughs> hang out with you. Thank you, and you know what I said? Yes. So the bu- the business is beautiful. Jersom's going to have the days where he can make a lot more of the shots, but for now he got to double it up and get it, and just go for it. And it'll be his own creative way that, that this story unfolds. But he won't respect it if it's done easy anyway. If everyone hands him everything, he won't respect it anyway, right? Wow, that's good. One of the reasons I'm so passionate, you guys can barely handle it right now, I'm so passionate in my my voice is because I birthed what I have. There was a lot of pain in this story. There's a lot of hours where I was out there uh, changing a, a motor in a truck at 12 at night. You know what I mean? It was just... I mean, just aren't. I don't know
2: what you mean. I've never changed a motor in a truck at midnight. I do. I, I, I don't, don't have mechanic. <laughs> I have to take it to the shop. I can't. Got hey, it. Pay, pay Jack's a, a gravel back mechanic. He can do that. <laughs> uh, so, sorry. I, I gave a shout out to Gravelback. He asked me if I ever change a motor at midnight. I said, actually, I haven't, but John probably has.
0: <laughs> Love it. That's uh, great.
2: I. I I'll, <laughs> Oh man. They can they can't hear each other. <laughs> All
0: right, th- let me share some quick things for Gershom. I mean, he's a great. I'd love him and so many. Gershom, you're not alone. G
2: E R S H E E O
0: N. Gershian. Gershom. Right. Gershian. It's first in the Bible.
2: Gershian.
0: Gershian. I don't know where, but he said it was from the Bible. All right, we'll take it. I I don't either. (laughs) Gershian. Well, Gershian. Gershian, There you go. Well, you represent Gershian. So many young men and women. So many. So many people are live in the shadows of living lives of quiet desperation. So many, and they just wish they could take that leap, that step, that first step. And the truth is, uh, you can do it. And if you, as you do it, Gersium, Gershian, Gershum Gershum, Gershom, you're Gershian. Hey, All right. There you go. Just did it. Perfect. Gershian, Gershian. As you do this, Gershian, you're going to be an example for many others. Jesus had 12. I don't know how many you're going to have, but Gershian, you're at least going to have your family. People are going to be proud of you for doing what it took. You know what I mean? There's a saying that goes like this. People will knock you all the way to the top, but when you get there, they'll say they were with you the whole time. So good. Come on. Get them. Get there. And people will respect you when you get there. And you're going to, I mean, let's look at Paul. He's driving around, driving the miles, doing very unorthodox kind of things in and out of places that are different all the time and you know people want to say oh yeah i was with you all along no come on now there's a lot of uncomfortable parts of what you're doing here paul that a lot of people couldn't do it's 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 a price you're paying you're paying the price you're driving the miles you you're you're doing it and that's what that's what gershon's gonna do come on drive the miles do what it takes just don't buy any excuses And I'm ready to see at the top. And there's a saying that goes like this, that there's room at the top. We're in a culture now, Gershon, where if you're going to be good at something, there's a lot of room for you. Let's take a hamburger restaurant. If you're going to have a good hamburger restaurant, you could move in your neighborhood. I don't know where you live. Where do you live? Uh, Marsh Hill, North Carolina. So I could put one right on your street up there in Marsh Hill. Right? But if I'm a bad hamburger (laughs) joint, it's not going to work out. It's just not going to work out. So there's no room for average, mediocre, bad. But if there's going to be something good, there's plenty of room for you. Come on, there's room. Is that called Silver Moon?
2: Uh, What's the name of that restaurant? It doesn't have any advertising. It's all packed.
0: That's the one, Silver Moon. I've ate there. I had a steak. It's pretty good. Yeah. But they had packed house. They didn't have any advertising. That's exactly right. And that's him. He, and that's anyone listening to your show. If you're going to do something good, there's all kinds of room up there. Hardly anybody's doing things right. The more people get goofy and slack, the more room there is at the top. So it's encouraging, you know. And so, yeah. So I'm excited to see the success of Gershon. I'm excited to see him. I want to hear about it in the future. I'll, I'll be asking you all about him. Gershon. Gershon. I'll ask you about him. I mean, because that's good. It'll be at equipped Okay. <clears throat> Hopefully. <clears throat> okay, <clears> throat> good. Throat> well, good. I, I look forward to it. And, uh, you know, most of, and I share this earlier with, on a different podcast, but most of your success, Gershon, and everyone listening is you. It's like my, my competition doesn't really rob me. It's the guy in the mirror that gets Absolutely. me. I've I've listen, I didn't return so many phone calls last year. Just take one year. If I answered every phone call and returned it on time, my revenue would probably double. It's the the slack areas in my own life that hurt my bottom line, not my competition. It's my, right. it's me, it's my attitude. It's it's the guy in the mirror that's causing. He's I, I I've I've learned this back in the day that I'm a walking talking billboard for my business. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I go, I'm a I'm selling what I do, mm-hmm. and who I am. So I'm a billboard. Mm-hmm. You know, you see the realtors stick their pictures up on the billboards. Mm-hmm. Well, every one of us business people. Mark Spain. Come on, dude. (laughs) All the time. You know, why are they putting themselves up there? You know, it seems like we're in a culture. Everyone's scared to get their information out. But the the realtors just stick their name, phone number, everything right up on the billboard, right? You know why they're doing that? For the money. And that's you. That's you, listeners. You're the billboard to get your attitude right, work on it and say, "What well, that ain't, that sounds easy. It, it's very complex. The guy in the mirror is very, can be very tricky. And uh, you might be living out of your wounds. You might be wounded somewhere in your past in a relationship or something, and you don't know how to shake that. And you, you got to go to, go to town on that to drill down on some of that. Cause you deserve to be happier. You deserve to work on the things that seem to get you stuck because it's your business and if you, there's a saying, you know, the, the the speed of the group is determined by the speed of the leader. So if the leader's down, the group ain't gonna run up ahead of you.
2: Say that one more again. Yeah. Say that
0: one more time. The 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 speed of the group is determined by the speed of the leader. Wow. So if the, or another way to say it is, the fish stinks from the head down. So you don't. You can't expect everyone around you to meet your needs, and you're just going to somehow be in Mr. Happy Land when you yourself will not work on the things that you need to work on. It's not fair. you got to drill down on those things. Read, get more information on what's bothering you. Uh, Maybe find someone, a mentor, someone you can really be real with, be authentic with. You know, that's one thing good about me and Tony. We were in a Tuesday night men's group. We're authentic in there. Whatever said there stays there. You don't know, get it? Because mm-hmm. you know we men, we'll, we're compressors. We'll something will, you know, rock our world and we'll compress it down. Women go get their hair cut and tell their whole life story. <laughs> you know, we men, I mean, but it's affecting our business. You're the billboard of your company, and it's very important that you what you're saying to the culture and the community is the right thing stand in front of the mirror is that what you want to be saying like when i go to ace hardware i'm i'm winning people over they got a new one out there right they do and everyone there they when they see me coming paul i hope they see this there's mr jim i'm gonna go give him a hand Mm -hmm. but if i walk in there and i get showing my butt because they did something wrong and i just throw a fit because of entitlement what do they see when they what do they do when they see me coming they go the other way. And it's somewhat now my mentors taught me this. Get everyone on your in your business. Get them all in your business. So when I go to Ace Hardware, because I've won everyone over. When they see me coming, that's Mr. Jim. They're gonna they're gonna do what they can do to help me. It's be, and I was taught it. See your attitude is just really key. It's <clears throat> uh, good. Yeah. It's it's good. And they, everywhere I go, gas stations, everywhere I go, people because I've taken an interest in people, and I've cared about them, they want to be in promo. They want to have something to do with me. And I would say, y'all, grab, write that down on your memories so that you will take that. Because it's helped me. It's really helped my business through the years. And, and it's really, it's a, it's a key element, uh, element here. So, but Paul, you're doing it. And I was, you had a friend of yours say, if you broke down in any town in America, you could make a call and somebody come help you out. (laughs) Amen. It's because you do, you know this, you're doing it. You actually do what I'm saying. And we'll all mimic some of what you're doing. Uh, Be kind to people. You know, you're the billboard, you know, smile. I asked my wife what was so attractive about one of my high school friends that seemed to get all the girls She said, well, he smiles. Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, I hope
2: you enjoyed that conversation with Jim. That's Tony Rudolph's father. And the good news is we're going to have him back on for part two on the next episode. So we recorded this at Synced Live and my voice is hanging on by a thread. I was at an event in Louisiana and a lot of rain, a lot of driving, a lot of stress on my body. And and I'm I'm hanging in there. But uh, Jim was so kind to um, come to Synced Live uh, with Tony. And uh, share his experiences with us. He's been in the lawn business before I was ever born, and so he's got all kind of uh, wisdom from life, little bits of wisdom uh, that he's going to share on the next program as well. So definitely keep an ear and an eye out for that episode. Uh, It's going to be a good one. So thanks for listening to today's show. I hope you got a lot of value. I certainly did. Um, We need to be humble and learn. Um, from others. And Jim certainly has uh, a, a wealth of knowledge um, to impart to us. And so I'm just honored uh, for the little things that he shared today. As uh, simple as vices, giving a smile and uh, how much that can, uh, you know, impact people. So for the fella in high school that was smiling, I guess all the girls liked him for that. But even our customers, um, you know, when they see us with a pleasant countenance, uh, that helps. So, thanks for listening to today's program, and I hope you'll tune in for part two with Jim on the next podcast. Hey, it's Paul. Is it time to elevate your lawn care business with Jobber? As a field service management software, Jobber has been a game changer for me since 2019, streamlining everything from quotes to payments and making customer communication a breeze. Tap the link in our show notes and see why over 200,000 home service pros trust Jobber to grow their business. Click the link in today's show notes or visit goodjobber.com forward slash Paul to learn more.
1: Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.